0: You are there.
1: Welcome to Voyage of the Geek for another week Rolling off the back of our first review show from last week mm. And this time this time around we're going to go back to some of the topics Or s- the range of topics that we've sort of let a look at in the past Joining me as always, Dan Miller hey. Mys- Myself, Dave Scotland Covering all things in the geekosphere that happens to uh, come our way on a weekly basis
2: mm-hmm. So... Uh, What's happening in your week this week Dan? uh still charging uphill to the finish line for the uh the end of year yeah i was saying to people today you normally think that you kind of cruise in for a nice coast down to the to a landing pad and just cruise in for a landing but now it's kind of like this sort of uphill grind that just gets like this exponential curve that just gets steeper and steeper and yep. steeper have
1: you ever seen a a bush pilot land in Papua New Guinea almost no. on the side of a mountain.
2: <clears throat> oh no, but I can imagine
1: and they sort of come in f- from low, uh-huh. and then they drive the hell out of the engines and sort of almost balance gravity and power. Okay. So that when they when they hit the actual mountain, they literally stop. <laughs> so it's like this <laughs> parking stall. But they've got to throw everything at it to uh, to do it, and then and then they sort of. Uh, the locals come flying out with uh, chocks and they chock the wheels oh, okay. and they wrap rope around it and all sorts of stuff
2: It's pretty crazy shit uh, yeah so anyway that's sort of feeling how i'm feeling there's a sort of a end of year insights in theory yeah, yeah, but even after we get over the uh the the end of the student year there could be another little uphill bump that happens straight afterwards so there's
1: there's more fun and games uh, which happens when <laughs> when the government decides to play with education and do stupid
2: shit. Yeah. So right now, actually, we're teetering on the whims of the government, who are debating whether they will pass laws that affect us. Yes or no? Yeah. Actually, they're not not debating at all. They're talking about other stupid nonsense yep. that, uh, yeah, is very important to them. Yep. But not getting our legislation passed, and then, yeah. Ah. yeah. Yeah, it's crazy times, and we got to,
1: we got to, we're fighting our urge to get too political on the show, mm. but we are both, you know, being heavily affected at the moment by the ridiculous nature of governments and their want to save money and uh, balance some imaginary spreadsheet at the cost of all
2: humans. You hear, yeah, at the cost of all humans, exactly. You hear other people in the world, you know, some old crank somewhere talking about the bloody government and all the damn regulations Mm. shouldn't be any regulations and you're like normally yes you're like no regulations you're crazy you gotta have regulations you gotta have rules you gotta have rules yeah of course then shoes on the other foot when they come up with stupid rules and then don't decide don't enforce don't don't approve them or yeah. legislate, so... Leave yeah, there's no bit.
1: consultation with anybody concerned. Mm-hmm. Just a just a pack of power-hungry arseholes that are mm-hmm. trying to feather the nest for the life after politics. Yeah. And, um, yeah, th- I, I worked with a, a guy that was born in Detroit. And uh, it's a pretty tough neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Um, and I said to... Uh, he was an animator, was a very, very talented animator. And I said, what do you think of Australia? And he said, I love the place, but it's the largest open-air prison in the world. And I said, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And I thought he was referring to our heritage sort of thing. Yeah. And he said, now come with me. And we walked down a, a single flight of steps, stepped out onto uh, a street. And this is while I was working in, in Brisbane near Brunswick Street in the valley there. Mm-hmm. He said, look up that street. And it was a very, really, fairly straight road. I could see about 100 metres up this street. He said, Can't have signs of telling you not to do something. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Yeah. I'd never taken the time to actually recognise it mm-hmm. because it creeps. Mm. It creeps. It's creeping acquisition, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, and it's getting worse. Mm. It's getting way worse, mm. you know? And and you think a lot of the time that they're doing these things to look out for us and even if it's a nanny state, they're doing these things to look out for us, you mm. know? It's the reason why we have warnings on toothpaste to, to educate you that you must take it orally. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Um. That and the fact that there's s- stupid people in the world, and I get it if that's the reasoning. But yeah. the more you dig, you find that it's not that. It's 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 um, associations that get together on mass with a bunch of other associations, mm. and then they find lobby groups. They lobby the government. They change laws, and then all of a sudden, these laws force us, the citizens, to buy pool fences and all this other shit. And who are the people that lobby the government to change those laws? Not the safety councils. Not the 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 Red Cross or the or the drowning or the hospitals or doctors or any of that. It's the pool fence manufacturers and it's the labourers and it's the people that are making money off this stuff. Mm. And then I just get disgusted at that point. It's one of the reasons I'm in art. Mm. You know what I mean? It's one of the few that doesn't get touched right up until the point that you go into education in art. And, and then, then lo and it behold. gets pushed off a cliff. So that's our bitch, <laughs> Moan, let's um, it's I'm not suggesting that bitching is gonna stop because I have a bone to pick and shake. Uh, tonight, um, and I want to get us started with um, some bad news. Okay. I have, through the week, mm-hmm. um, and last week was when it all started. Mm-hmm. I have decided to leave the ranks, to hang up my commander's badge in Elite Dangerous. Um almost for the same reason that's what we were just talking about where the yeah, the powers yeah. that be <laughs> yeah. are trying to change the rules change the law to suit all mankind and to keep things balanced and all this other bullshit and and the the game I bought mm-hmm. is not the game that is exists today
2: all right so maybe just a bit of a quick backstory so we both kind of got into elite dangerous a while ago and enjoyed it immensely and enjoyed it. That was kind of back in the day with um, beta and stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I don't want to steal your thunder, but I had a bit of a similar, I think we were using the word ambivalent. Yes. Yes. And
1: so, I agreed um, once you educated me on the uh, fine definition of, of ambivalence. The handy
2: usefulness of that word. Absolutely.
1: Um, and I, I agreed. I was the same. I, I c- <laughs> Equal amounts of love and hate mm-hmm. For, mm-hmm. for Elite Dangerous. Mm. It's now become way more hate.
2: I, and this is what happens to people, not just myself, I'm sure other people as well, fall in love with the idea, which is different from the reality. And I'm definitely in love with the idea, but it's different from reality. Yeah. Right? And, um, you know, you kind of plaster onto this game all of the, the things that you... Well, it could be a game, could be a film, could be a mm. restaurant, I don't know. Okay. All of the things that you think it could be slash should be. Yeah. Um, or the things that you interpreted when you first kind of got into it. And, you know, and I think we've talked about this in other contexts as well. Mm. No Man's Sky, I'm yep. looking at you. Yep. You know, where people think, you know, it's going to be something different from what it is. Anyway, it turns out to, to not be the case. Yes. Um, I think with um, Elite Dangerous, though, it's it's not quite that straightforward. No. And I'm sure you're going to have a bunch of opinions on, on yeah. things. And I've got some stuff to talk to, talk about it as well. Um, but yeah, I saw. Um, okay, so my, my experience is that I can remember playing it back on the day on the Commodore sixty-four. Yeah, yeah. You or played or the original yeah. old school thing. Yeah, yeah. And so that was part of the, you know, the 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 love that you know. Ah, oh, this is going to be yeah. coming back, and it's going to be, of course, really awesome. And um,
1: do you want to, Do you want to know the, what the catalyst was for me last week? Sure. Money.
2: Yeah. In-game money we're they, talking about. They
1: fucked with the money system. And yeah. and in a game where you are not really rewarded for your investment in time mm. in any other form. Yes. Other than true. money. You can get more pips on your shoulder, so to speak. You know, you can get more you go from, you know, expert to, mm-hmm. you know, competent expert, elite, whatever. You've got these levels, but they don't. Apart from sort of unlocking submissions, maybe, blah, you know, it's blah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's money. It's mm-hmm. a money-based um, environment. And you do what you do to to earn money. It's how you judge your...
2: Success. Yeah. 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 And, and it's how well, you're it's rewarded for your effort. It's certainly how the game judges your success. Absolutely. Right? Now, yeah. you might judge it differently, right? And that's part of the... The, the way that at least I get enjoyment out of the game, mm. I suppose. Um, but, yeah, uh, it's definitely very money-focused. Okay, so um, my perspective is back in the day, people got right into the game, mm. and um, I've been watching a couple of YouTubers and stuff, mm. and when they flash up, and these are the people that are dedicated... Dedicated. Obsidian right. Ant and things yeah. Yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they're, they're de- dedicated. When you see their money, mm. they've got, like... Trillions yes. of credits. Now, yeah. I, in the game, I'm struggling to maintain um, tens of millions. Tens of millions. I'm the same. And yeah. and if
1: you're a shooter, right, yeah. you're only getting a couple of hundred thousand, you know, at the most for mm-hmm. a for a reward that's pretty big. Um, yeah, it's it's not easy to make money in a day to day sort of grind way.
2: And the the final spaceships, you know, the big spaceships at the end, they cost like. They cost in the multiple tens of millions yeah. but that's only like the hull and yeah. then you just get then a you've got to outfit it, and then you got to outfit it which and just, it yeah yeah which triples quadruples you know the
1: amount of money some of them are like 150 million dollars for yeah f- for a ship yeah yeah yeah. and that's exactly. that's nothing
2: to some of the guys that you're talking about that's right because they've got trillions Tr- And somehow they have the time and the patience to just play the game yeah Continuously. All right. So I suppose we need to talk a little bit about um, earning money in the game yeah. and grinding. Yes. So what was your experience with, like now and in the past? Well, I tried.
1: I tried a few different things. I, I'm drawn to um, bounties, bounty hunting. Okay. Yeah. I, I I like sitting on the on the righteous side of things. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't want to be a pirate, and I don't want to steal from people and blow up noobs and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. But I do like the battle, you know, I Mm. do like the combat. So, gameplay, that's what I prefer, but it doesn't pay well, right? It just doesn't pay well, and you can, you can be zeroing in on a target and then some idiot flies across your your um, gun path and you accidentally clip him on the wing and all of a sudden you've got wanted um, <laughs> and you've got to get the hell out of it because everybody that was helping you, you know, that you were helping the shoot AIs that guy, or whatever. They, everyone turns on you mm-hmm. and they're coming at you with all guns blazing mm-hmm. because you accidentally shot this idiot that jumped in front of your gun. Yeah, um, which the game determined was illegal.
2: Yeah, yeah, think, yeah. so, so you've you got to get you out, you've got to book out of there and now You're I'm an, an outlaw. outlaw Yeah, yeah. and
1: being hunted apart from that that's that's my favorite gameplay but it didn't play it didn't pay well Mm -hmm. right Um, so I tried rares Um, you Mm -hmm. introduced me to rares where Mm -hmm. we would uh, go out into the galaxy and find these rare objects and truck them across hauling Mm -hmm. so so to speak um, but hauling rares and so they would pay super well Mm -hmm. you know and even that it was a grind man Mm -hmm. it was a grind because you've got to make enough money to to buy the the kit to make it less of a grind yeah, and so you just have to be patiently grinding these, and you're only jumping, you know, 10, 12 light years at a time. Mm. But you've got to go one hundred and twenty light years to get the payday that you need on your on your on your rares mm-hmm. and things like that. And so you've the, got the, to use the internet.
2: The, va- the value of the rare. Increases the amount of distance you take it away yeah. from the start, from where you bought it to yeah. sell it. So yeah. if you sell it a long, 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 long way away, yeah, it's worth a lot of money. Absolutely, right.
1: So. Um, which is no problems if you've got a ship that'll jump the hell out of out of space, you know, mm-hmm. and do it in far less jumps. Um, but getting there is is incredibly difficult, and there's not a lot of them around, and you can't do it without the internet. That's true. Like you literally cannot find these things without the internet there's a flaw in the game mechanic right there you know when you want to play in a universe that's endless you know and we have to use the internet to do it mm. and this is one of the problems that have that have caught that have started i think started the process going is that you have to look externally and i think pokemon pokemon um had a similar problem where people were turning to external apps mm-hmm. The developers got to shits with that mm-hmm. and started to nerf the game so that they couldn't use the external apps. And then people got displ- uh, um, uh, people got disappointed and went mm-hmm. away from the game en masse and started bagging it and all sorts of stuff. Well, that's what's happened in, in Elite Dangerous in that um, when people start to exploit something within the universe to make money, they nerf it. Got to be
2: careful of the word exploit.
1: Well, exploit okay. is... If I find gold, if I if I go into the mountains and I'm an Cause explorer, because there's probably
2: two types of exploiting. Exploit is um, to me
1: is benefiting from a um, unique set of circumstances. That's like finding gold out in the in, in the hills somewhere, and and then you get
2: rich off it. You're, okay. you're
1: exploiting a vein of gold.
2: But I I, I sort of suggest to you that there's two types of exploit. You're talking about it cheat. There's one that's closer to cheat, yes, and then there's one that's closer to yeah. like hyper... instance
1: like instance jumping.
2: That's well, that's cheating. Well, imagine that you could, um, some somehow you found a glitch where you could reach through a wall, and yes. there was a magic chest on the other side, and you could fossick around and grab the stuff out of it. Yeah, right. That would be a exploit that's on the cheat side yes, of yes. exploit. Yes, right. Well, you're exploiting a a problem a fault. That, yeah a fault that the game's not meant a glitch to really have in the
1: matrix right you're you're exploiting a glitch in the matrix that's different to finding a rich vein of gold
2: somewhere or a planet right. where it's lying around on the surface and no one knows about it and, and that I
1: thought was what the game was all about. Yeah,
2: that's right. And so, say so with these these rares or whatever, somebody will find something, mm. and they'll post it up on the internet. That if you go here and grab by this, and then go here and buy this, and go here by this, and then you can go around and around and around and round in a circle. And in two hours, you get twenty million dollars, and they post it up on the website, and everybody starts and cruising yeah, yeah, around yeah. and, round and yeah. around in a circle. Yeah. That's when the game developers step in, and they call that cheating. And they call that an, ex- well, an exploit. Well, but they. We imagine that they're thinking that it's the cheating type of exploit, when really you're doing everything within the rules of the game.
1: Absolutely. And this is what I've got a problem with, right? That we're not... When when people find two planets that are eight light years away, uh, two systems that are eight light years away, and you go to one station and they're offering really good money to take something that they have just eight light years away and they pay really good money for it Mm -hmm. and you just go back and forward like that Mm -hmm. I think the developers think that 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 is not within the spirit of the game Mm -hmm. in relation to their expectations of the game that's
2: a really good point
1: and that's where I've got a fucking problem because you're playing god right and you're giving me your ten commandments i didn't sign up to your bullshit mm. i signed up to a game that has a big universe and in that universe there's a whole bunch of shit and if i find a way to make money legally mm. i should be able to do it and i should be able to share that information and if the if, if 8 million people go and make money illegally there then 8 million people
2: would be will be wealthy just to express what you said in a different way yep. imagine that you're you know you've got Checkers, mm. and you've you've brought, brought checkers to the world, and people are, can jump and move on diagonals, yeah. and then you start nerfing it because you know you were hoping people were going to write yeah. songs yeah. and sing songs, and yeah. you're like, people aren't singing songs. All they're yeah. doing is moving little checkers using, around the board.
1: They're using their checkers to play poker.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll stop all the red squares, yep. and yep. we'll remove the kings. You can't yeah.
1: do kings anymore. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that means people aren't cheating. People are just not playing it the way you want them to play. Right. Bad
2: luck. And this comes down to game design. Yes. And when we were talking earlier on... And game
1: distribution model, where we used to buy a game and the only download that would come from the the manufacturer would be a hot fix or uh, something to fix a glitch, not
2: wholesale play God, let's change the mechanic of the Mm. game. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So continue. Well, uh, it comes into game design and what we were talking about before... And we can go on to real money, but we're talking about fake money inside the game, right? Magic space bucks, right? And as we said earlier, that's kind of the thing that they set in the game as the thing. That's right. Right? There's very little else in the game that you can kind of You take missions because they pay. Right. And, And... Everything is done in terms of the Magic Space Bucks. Yeah. So you just have to try to make that number bigger. You've even got to, as fast as you can. Yeah, that's right.
1: And you've even right. got to sort of stroke the egos of the factions in order to earn more bucks. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But if you've got more bucks, you buy better toys. You buy better ships. You do more. And your gameplay experience is improved.
2: This is kind of where you get into sort of not exactly pay to win because pay to win would be using real money, but there's a kind of an in-game. Well, it depends pay on who you win. talk to um, about
1: what is money. We are familiar with, although I'm not a fan of, toil. Okay. Time in lieu. Yeah, yeah. When you do overtime, when you do extra hours, mm-hmm. there are lots of employers all over the world that don't pay money for that; they actually pay you time
2: yeah okay
1: that's what I'm paying to play Mm. you know what I mean Mm. I'm putting time into the game that's right I'm being a um, a human player that people can run into and interact with therefore bringing the value of the game up as a playing experience instead of a whole bunch of NPCs Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. Um, and the reward for my time is money Mm. and therefore my money can buy better toys and improve my game experience, so therefore I will put in more time. Yes. So it depends on who you talk to about what is the value structure based on. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if it's imaginary bucks that don't really have a value, I put it to you that they do have a value because they're equivalent to time mm-hmm. and True. or good management. yeah 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 and sometimes really good
2: management to the to the tune of trillions of dollars and yeah those those guys they have the time Mm. and the energy somehow and the network and the network or whatever it is the the hyperlinks on the internet to play that game you know to death and and do all of those those things that you need to do to get that millions base bucks i mentioned
1: um instance jumping where Mm -hmm. you take on a bunch of missions Mm -hmm. in the in the mission uh portal Mm -hmm. On a station you take on a bunch of missions you then exit the game out to the menu mm-hmm. and then you come back in in solo mode yep and all those missions are there again you can take them again yep then you exit out go back in in open play mode mm-hmm. they're all there again mm-hmm. take them all again mm-hmm. so you can literally load up because you can um you can stack missions you can literally load up four or five copies of the same mission so that when you go to that location and blow up whatever you're supposed to blow up you get paid four times. Okay. Sometimes more. Right. Um, That's cheating. That's a cheaty exploit. And they need to nerf that shit. Yeah. 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 But finding two planets that are paying really well to to trade between uh, two systems that Mm -hmm. are playing really
2: well to trade how's that cheating? Yeah. Yeah. And I think we were talking before how the community has gone through this kind of epic cycle of fine-tuning you know they essentially they'd find something which was like the rares Mm. right and then then everybody'd be doing this method of earning money yeah and then that would get nerfed for some reason yeah and then they'd find some other method of earning money and then that would get nerfed and then some other method of earning money and then that would get nerfed and I suppose it's a bit of a testament to people's persistence and creativity yeah. to come up with some good ways of doing it. But it's a bit frustrating mm-hmm. and and it seems does seem unfair when yeah. these things get nerfed. And as you were sort of highlighting, the guys that made a trillion, billion, gazillion dollars off that and still have that in their bank account... Oh. You know, and I'm here with my miserable 14 million, yeah, which yeah. is just like pennies, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I I can't get access to that No earning potential because it's now gone. It's gone now. Forever. That makes it even more frustrating,
1: <laughs> doesn't it? It's yeah. like um, um, these guys found a special element in the universe and they made trillions of dollars off, off it and now we've discontinued that element in the universe. And it's like, oh, they're the guys that I'm having trouble keeping up with. You know, like there's this elite... Um, group of people that can do anything, go anywhere, jump any—you know—they mm-hmm. they're throwing away anacondas and mm-hmm. things like that, 150 million dollar ships and things like that, and they they've made so much money that the actual need to make money isn't really because they can load their hulls with with so much stuff that they've only got to jump sort of uh, 60 light years and clean up.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're hyper efficient in what they can do because they've yeah. got end game stuff
1: yeah yeah um yeah. we have to share the same universe with them <coughs> and, yeah. the, and they're there right in front of us and mm-hmm. and um i think it's funny sometimes you get on to um i'm one of the one of the minions that are constantly looking for a way to bolster my um, um bank account so that i can mm-hmm. buy better toys and you, you find a video on youtube and it says oh you go to this system and you, if you do this and you run between this and that you can earn 60 million an hour yeah, but that's when you've when you've got a two hundred million dollars sh- ship, and you've befriended <laughs> all of the factions. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's like yeah, and yeah. But they don't tell you that, <laughs> yeah. um, and and you learn the hard way that you know if I just if I just keep shipping like this for uh, the next thirty days, six hours a day. That's right. I'll get there.
2: It's not usually sixty million an hour. It's like a hundred thousand an hour. And if yeah. you do it for sixty million hours, yeah. you get lots of money. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. All right, so is there, is there something else that's um, grinding your gears about it, or was that the straw that broke their camera That, came that was back, the, that or? was the
1: straw. That was the straw that broke it. And I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan of the distribution model of paying for a season for a game, hmm. unless they can guarantee that they are not going to change the game mechanic of the game. They're not going to change and the and the monetary system of a game. I would argue is very heavily the part of the game mechanic.
2: I've been watching um, World of Tanks and World of Warships mm. and um, I think they're pretty good with the way that they handle their customers and their clients and, yeah. and people who who buy into their game. Mm. Whenever they do um, a change in the game, um, for example, say you've collected a whole bunch of thingamies yeah. that give you plus 50% to your stuff If they decide to change that they'll always refund you they'll give you 650 of the new thingamies they just turn up you know free free of charge so they're always keeping you on the good side the other thing that they do that's really good is that they offer premium vehicles that you can purchase using real money using real money and these these are quite expensive these are like 50 60 50 60 bucks yeah you buy yourself a fake virtual tank mm. um and then you can um you know drive around and do stuff now if at a later date they update the game or they change the rules and it turns out that that tank is becoming overpowered what they do is they don't take it away from you they leave it as is they don't nerf it either mm. which is another good thing that they do they just take it out of the shop yeah so that means that other people can't buy it, and that's how they kind of phase it out of mm-hmm. the, out of the system. So yeah. if you're one of the old guys, you can still pull it out every now and again and go for a whiz around the battlefield and do mm. do whatever. But anyway, I think that's a pretty good model where they're respecting their customers. Yeah, yeah, and respecting the product that people paid for. Yeah, exactly. The product that people paid for. I I bought this, so yeah. you can't just suddenly nerf it. I'll, I'll you know. happily pay.
1: To buy another game If you come up with another game Yeah yeah. You know what I mean Call it version 2 Yeah But stop um, Stop changing the one I paid for Because sooner or later You're going to get it wrong Mm. And that's what's happened With Elite Dangerous They they get some stuff right Mm. And then they get something Terribly wrong And then they They don't try in any way Shape or form To um, make amends for it With the whole money thing That we're talking about You go to Read their newsletters Have a look Most of the actual um reporting that comes from the actual developers is all about there's alien artifacts over here and they're doing that you know and it's all just fluff internal it's internal sort of game-esque fluff and no one's talking no one's talking about this thing and and so there's no recognition of
2: it one of the long-standing complaints from um people like you know who've been around for a long time like obsidian ant who does all of this reporting on it Mm -hmm. is that there are still bugs from Beta bugs, yeah. you know, that people fix still those. want cleaned up. Yeah, Don't fix those. They haven't been fixed. It's like very bizarre.
1: Because I don't think, if you were to poll the whole audience about these people that are running around with trillions of dollars, they would be more eager to learn how to do that themselves, as long as it wasn't cheating, mm-hmm. than to... Have you changed the game so that no one can have trillions of dollars? Mm. And mm. that's what they've done. Mm. They've literally made it impossible. People that were shipping shit four hundred, a thousand light years, right, which could take forever—like mm. two weeks—it could take you two weeks to get to the other side of this, you know, this destination. People were getting big bucks for that, and rightly so. Two weeks of trucking mm. and or shipping passengers or something like that is boring as shit, right? <laughs> yeah. There's really nothing going on. Yeah but there's a payday at the end of it. They've changed that now so that you make a couple of million dollars, mm. you know, and and that's ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. So, and it's not even a thermostat thing where they just go, oh no, we're switching it off. Before it was on, we're switching it off. They, they've they just removed it. They've, they've just removed the ability to make money now. Mm. You know, you've got to grind the shit out of it. And the game is not that good, dude. Like, there's, there's just not enough to do.
2: Yeah. Um, there's a couple of things that have infuriated the hell out of me. Some things that I, I see that are so obvious. Um, one of them, and we've talked about this before, is the game developers refused to give you cameras yes. in the game. Yeah. They the th- fucking refused. The third yeah. person camera. Yeah. I play World of Warships. Third person camera. Mm-hmm. I play um, I play mech Warrior online. Yep. Stomping around at a big robot mech. Yep and you spend most of the time, but you can press the button any and you driving, go into the third person. Any driving sim? same. Yeah. <clears throat> One of the things that infuriates the hell out of me is that they absolutely refused to do that because they thought that it would break the immersion. Yeah. Which in a lot of ways is is really, I don't know, it's a, it's a bizarre bullshit argument. Like, what, you're going to kind of imagine that you're in an actual yeah. spaceship yeah. And, and you can't suspend that imagination. Yeah, for, yeah, for, for a, a second, minute, just while to you, see how cool your ship <laughs> is. And that's the thing, right? This is what is fucking insane. <laughs> they sell you know, these cool spaceships. Yeah. Look at them. They yeah, look I know. Cool. They look awesome. Yeah, they sell you paint jobs. Yeah. but you can't look at your own fucking Absolute, spaceship. Absolutely. <laughs> is that insane? You have got to
1: go and park it somewhere, <laughs> and you got to add or or remove bits to have some
2: kind of low angle view of it just to be to be clear they did offer this sort of begrudging it's a hack a hack they even called it debug mode yes for fuck's sake and, and just yeah. so that because we don't want to break the immersion yeah dave yeah, we I don't want to break the immersion yeah so we're going to give you debug mode yeah fucking debug mode yeah, of course is instant break the immersion because they called it debug it's mode exactly right so the debug mode is this and, and where cam- does
1: immersion why does immersion not have anything to do with the monetary system that I'm used to like if you change the rules isn't that going to break my yeah, immersion yeah, as well yeah. my
2: experience is going to change yeah you're right look the other thing that infuriated the hell out of me is if you go and watch World of Tanks mm. World of Tanks has an automatic preview play the game Records a preview, and the ref- preview is a very tiny file yep. that essentially is just recording your keystrokes. Oh, okay, so it's a tiny, tiny, tiny file, and then when you double-click on it to make it play, it's not a video. Mm. It just opens up the game, and it does all your keystrokes. Oh, okay, and it does all everybody else's keystrokes, so you get a recording of the game that way. This allows YouTubers to make endless video yeah. content. Yeah. Driving tanks off cliffs and smashing them into each other and yep. going underwater and as well as doing commentary and videos. Yeah. And they get thousands and thousands and thousands of views. And this whole community yep. just building this network. If you go and watch, you know, elite dangerous videos, mm. you can see it here. The camera is trapped in the cockpit. Yep. And you're limited to showing the world... Yep. Through that cockpit, and that's all you can do. You can't really do a commentary, you can't really show off a battle, yeah. you can't make up your own stories. And I think that's just a disastrously stupid mm. game design/slash business decision yeah. to make for the sake of immersion. Fuck immersion, yeah. fuck it right off. Yeah, and, and just you know, cut loose, let people do stuff. Let me see my investment. Let me see my investment. Yeah. Let me see my cool ship i think they've got it wrong they
1: and they've got it spectacularly wrong because they got so much um aesthetically right Mm. um and this is the ambivalence factor, yeah it functions so well as a game as a sim as a space sim um the landing process the planetary approaches the landing in in space docks and
2: even the freedom to just cruise around wherever
1: you want fighting in amongst asteroids and things like that it was It's it's incredible, but it's what's sitting above
2: that level. It's got all this stuff on rails. Yeah. That, and that's the one of the big problems that I find with it is this mixture between the illusion of that sandbox freedom. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you're still confined, and and they could very easily break down many many of those walls. So that's some of the things that I wanted to talk about after hearing your thing. Is it like?
1: Is it a bit like Disneyland? where you go there they're, they're, <laughs> yeah there's, there's sh- all these rides
2: yeah, yeah. But there's long lines and and, <laughs> and there's an under bucks each.
1: there's an undertow of <laughs> of fake happiness that yeah. all the staff are yeah. you know what i mean like yeah it's sackable offense to not be joyous <laughs> and all this shit. Yeah. and and so it's got everything there it's the happiest place on the on the planet mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. but it's not
1: really you know like up above it is this evil
2: thing that sort of forces it to be that way it's, mm.
1: it's it's, is, does that make sense? It yeah, sort of and I see like
2: that. And I say that evil umbrella that sits over there, confining it. Doesn't have to fucking be there. No, that's you right. You can just pack it up and leave. Absolutely. And move it away, and and just open up the. All right. So, I wanted to move into a few different things, but before we leave um, your sort of dimension, I wanted mm-hmm. to report on a couple of one interesting one yep. interesting thing. So we're now going down the bad developer road. So yes. we're still going down the bad developer road is the deal here, right? So I was watching good old Obsidian Ant. So for those who don't know him, go check him out. He's, he's got a
1: great YouTube channel.
2: And he's very dedicated to the game. Makes great videos. And he makes the best videos he, out of...
1: He flies off to buggery to make these videos. <laughs> yeah, to, yeah.
2: And, and he and he just squeezes the best out of the engine yeah. yet in terms of the, the vista yeah. and the... He and wants the sh-
1: to champion the product. yeah. But I think he struggles.
2: He does struggle sometimes. He really finds it difficult sometimes. I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, to keep it fresh, keep it new, keep it all of that. Anyway, he did a report the other day. Basically, um, we were talking about exploits. Okay, so exploit that we're talking about is combat logging. Mm -hmm. So if you're not familiar with combat logging, combat logging means you get into a fight with another spaceship or group of spaceships, pew 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 pew, and you're doing your fighting thing. Then when you start to get hurt... This is another infuriating thing about the game: is it takes you about two and a half hours to kill an enemy ship Mm. because it's got so many defensive crap. So eventually, when your shields finally, finally, finally get down to zero, and the shots are actually hitting the hull, you escape. You log out. Yeah. (laughs) So from the other person's perspective, they spend an hour and a half chasing you around the the thing, and you've been fighting each other, and then the ship just sits there in space, and you shoot it, and you can't. Nothing happens. Nothing happens, and it disappears. So that's combat logging. Yeah. Um, and it's, you know, it's an exploit. It's an exploit. And it's um, infuriating. Um, just as a side note, if you're playing MechWarrior online, and if you bail out of a game... Yeah. For then any you're, reason, left,
1: you're left standing there and you can get foobard.
2: Well, well, not no, 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 that's not where I'm going with it. Okay. Okay. Apart from the fact that you can get less standing there and can get fubard, if you log out of the game, or if you become disconnected from the game in any way, even if it's not your fault, it knows. Yeah. It detects that. And next time you try and play a game, it says, you logged out of the game. Yeah. It's going to be seven second delay. Oh, okay. Six. Five. Seven seconds is quite infuriating, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you do it again, it's going to be a 30 second. You do it again, it's oh, going to yeah. be half an hour. You so do it again, it's going to be seven days. Nice. Right? And it just exponentially goes up. That's if good. you log out of the game, what? so when you go into the game, you're committed. I like that. And if you, you... And I've been in games where it's like, ah, oh, shit, we've lost. And, but I don't want to log out. Mm. I'm going to have to sit there and take it and just wait till they will find me and shoot the crap yeah. out of me. Yep and I'll die totally and then it's like okay now you're legitimately out of the game okay so they they, they don't have that in um, no. in Elite so what Elite have done is they um, they would say okay so if they if you do catch anybody combat logging you give us a call you write down a bunch of details and our crack team yeah. will go through the logs yep. and we will find those people and we will hunt them down mm and there will be horrible penalties and i'm being over dramatic for effect uh, because i think you can imagine (laughs) what's going to happen yeah because there are nerds out there in the world and geeks who are passionate about things a player group was a little suspicious that nothing was being done yeah and so what did they do they used the power of science so they meticulously recorded all the combat logging events reported them see see if there was any response. No, there was no response. Yeah. Then they began combat logging themselves mm-hmm. and um, reporting themselves Yeah. and then waiting to see if doom <laughs> would strike <laughs> out of the heavens. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah. So that's another one of these sort of la- the sort of latest um, kerfuffles. And this, this happened kind of regularly with poor old elite, um, but yeah. They weren't doing anything. Yeah. They didn't do anything. They didn't even call. Yeah. They didn't look at the it's logs. It's equivalent to just finger wagging. You know what the, also they did? Because the, these guys are geeks and they are geeks, man. <laughs> you know what they did? They recorded video yeah. of themselves combat blogging. Yeah. They posted the video on YouTube and they made it private. Yeah. And then they sent the link as, as um, Frontier to had the asked them. developers, yeah. And then they watched the view count. Yeah. None of the videos get any views, yeah, yeah. so it's like you can't do more than that. <laughs> yeah, fucking hell.
1: Yeah. So what else? But what else is is not going on
2: that's supposed to be going on that they
1: that they talk about?
2: I often wonder how big the team is. If you if you yeah, um, go so and have a look at um, Star Citizen with their 140 million dollars, whatever it is, mm. they've got teams in bloody you know all over the place. Mm. Literally, there's their Frankfurt office and there's their, this one and there's, yeah. you know, wherever. Yeah. They just don't have a game. They don't have a game <laughs> yet. That's that's true. Um, but, um, yeah, I'm often sort of thinking sometimes that the elite dangerous team yeah. is two programmer dudes and one's the web developer. Yeah. <laughs> there's an awesome artist. And then and then a a, a room chocker full of marketing idiots. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Promotional <laughs> idiots. Because they're not shy of... When their newsletter comes around man and there's you know they're not shy of um little little webisodes and they're, they're making they're creating personas for some of these regular promotional identities they've got this little guy with a little goatee little mm-hmm. short little bloke um and they have whenever there's a major event like a like some sort of con mm-hmm. somewhere um They do videos of them they're not shy with that stuff Mm -hmm. there there seems to be a lot of that going on they want more customers
2: Mm -hmm. but there's there's not a great deal that i'm seeing um swap (laughs) my computer (laughs) has just decided to restart itself Um, we were talking before about um mcafee yes bloody worse than a virus this friggin thing all right, so look, we're going to have to wait for a minute for me um, to, uh, to restart. However, we can get underway because I want to take another tack. Yep. And to be honest with you, I want to try and go a little bit opposite. You won't bring me back. Aha. Well, you see, this is, <laughs> before the show started, I said we'd talk about your stuff first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, and this is why I wanted to talk about my stuff second because I want to go in another, another direction. Mm. I want to go in another direction. So... A while ago, they introduced a new mechanic into the game. Okay, but before we actually um, start going to the complimentary stuff, some of the more negative stuff. Sorry, yeah. you just can't escape the, yeah, the yeah, negative yeah, stuff yeah. sometimes. Another thing that they don't do in Elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous is a trading game where you buy things and sell them. Yeah. They don't allow players to give players stuff. Yeah, that's right. Or yeah. sell stuff to other players. That's right. You can steal it.
1: You can steal it from another player, but you've got to blow them up first or get them to dump
2: it. The only way you can really do it is you can dump it, and this is really laborious. So, effectively, say you've got 600 items, you can give them to people one by one by one. And for them, you have to drop it in space, and they have to go and pick it up. And this takes... Yeah, all right. So, ultimately, you know, they're really trying to stop people doing this. It's crazy. I have another game that I used to play, which is... um, um, Oh shit um, Lord of the Rings Online Okay And You can make stuff You can build things You can Grow plants You can find things You can give them to people You can make a deal With Is somebody First sp- person <coughs> yeah. yeah Well first person It's third person actually yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah yeah yeah, Third person Lord of the Rings Online So yeah it's a big role playing game And you march around And you do all this stuff Real know. time Not turn based or anything Yeah yeah, okay. yeah Real time Massively multiplayer game Okay all right, so you can give stuff to people, you can sell pe- stuff to people, you can make a deal and let's sell some stuff and I'll mm. give you some money and or we can swap things and trade things. They've also got an auction hall. So you can say, oh, I've just made all this stuff. You go and post it up there and you say, I'm going to put a million dollars on this and see if anybody buys it. Maybe they do, maybe they don't. Yeah. You know, and, and stuff just happens like that. Now, the reason elites don't want to do this is because they figured that people would exploit it somehow. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason they didn't want to do it because yeah. well, people exploit these things yeah. and give them.
1: <laughs> God forbid people um, try to acquire wealth in a game where the number one driving force, the, the the thing that actually rewards you, the mechanism for reward is wealth.
2: And you put people in a capitalist, um, yeah. you know, sort of um, economy. Yeah. You know, what do you expect? All right. Okay. Cool. So, that's a bit of a problem. So, they eventually, um, because there's fuel in the game, yeah. you can run out of fuel. Yeah. So, they made sort of some mechanics to support um, collecting and getting fuel. Yeah. All right. So, um, and okay. So if you had a bunch of fuel, fuel in your ship, which is essentially in your cargo thing, not in your fuel tank, mm. you can kind of give it to somebody. Okay. All right. Because they had a crappier mechanic for people who ran out of fuel. Because it does happen, and then what are you gonna do? You ran out of fuel. Now I'm in a spaceship and I can't leave. Yeah. You know? So what am I gonna do? So they had to have some solution for that. Yeah. Okay, so as soon as they invented this thing, the 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 very next day, the fuel rats yeah. appeared. Now the fuel rats are a player group. And their decided mission in life is to rescue people who run out of fuel oh really okay they're like the uh nrma
1: the, they're like uh, the nrma <laughs> the roadside exactly. assistance
2: the roadside assistance so and now this is where we sort of start to see the potential of what the game should be yeah is you as the developer should just all you have to do is invent the fact yeah that people can carry fuel and give it to somebody else yeah. Then suddenly, almost instantly, a player group forms that is the NRMA yeah. that's going to help people get fuel. Yep. All right. So that's um, that's pretty amazing. So this is my, I, su- I suppose, design philosophy for the improvement of the game. Another thing that players used to do, because they got bored, is they'd hold their own races. All oh, right. Yes, yes. Right? Yeah. So there'd be like a, a space station... And so they define a course you have to go up one end and down the other end and loop around this thing and come back and we'll time you everybody you know if you're the developer and you see that people are doing this wouldn't you instantly go and start making tools you'd make flares imagine you just gave people flares Mm. so that the starter could shoot off a flare like fireworks Mm. and then when they win all the crowd can shoot fireworks (laughs) you know and then suddenly this emergent gameplay starts to happen Yeah, you know um yeah it's like giving people cameras and stuff alright so the fuel rats fuel rats now exist um so so what I'm really going to talk about is the best of elite which is emergent gameplay yeah some people to make their own fun which is what they kind of have to do they um they go off and explore, because as you know, the galaxy has 300 million stars in it, which is just insane, mm, Yeah, number. It is insane. And so some people just decide they're going to fly off to the other side of the galaxy. Okay, so um, unfortunately my computer is doing updates at the moment, but um, again, <laughs> there was a really cool story recently mm. of a commander in the game who decided he's going to fly to the other side of the galaxy. Mm -hmm. Now people kind of regularly do this Um, so he packs up all his ship, gets all the the stuff that he thinks he's going to need in the ship and then he flies off. Now come to find out that he's flown off to the other side of the galaxy and he's having his own little game world and he's having a ball of time and he has been out there, out there and when I say out there he probably doesn't have any contact with any of the other playing community in game and he's been out there for the most, for a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He started in January or yeah. February of 2016. There'd be NPCs. No, no, no. There's nothing. No, so no, no, it's no, uninhabited no. space. Because once you leave the habited area, which is only a tiny bubble in the yep. thing, it's just stars and planets yep. and supernovas as yep. far as the eye can see. So he's gone all the way across the galaxy to the other side. Yeah. And he's been there for a year. Mm. A le- le- little less than a year. Yeah. And he's got a Twitch channel. Now, I don't know quite what he does on his Twitch channel. I've never seen it.
1: but He sits some... there praying that he doesn't get blown up because <laughs> he will end up back at, all back right, at that's a space true. station.
2: That's true. Because if he does get blown up... It's death like permadeath for him. It's permadeath, right? <laughs> and his year in space is doomed. Yeah. Right? Right? Okay, so. Um, we need to hunt him down. <laughs> okay, that is what. Okay, that is what some people actually do yeah. as well. You've got to yeah. be a little bit careful. This is the other cool thing about the game that I like, you <laughs> yeah. know, is that there are bastards out yeah. there, and so you've got to be careful. So somebody could track him down. They go into his Twitch channel well, and find out where he is. He wants to get on and blast it out to the world and tell everyone where he is. He'll take your majors, isn't it? Yeah. There he, will always be someone that will steal the glory. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so he's out there, and like I said, he's got a Twitch channel, and I don't quite know what he's what he's doing on his Twitch channel, but he's got one. Yeah. Um, and so, um, he's right on the very far edge of the universe, on the other side, the far edge of the galaxy. My computer's just finally come back. You ready to go? Oh, give me a sec. Um, and. So he's on the far edge of the galaxy, and as you can imagine, there's kind of getting less and less stars because you're on the edge. There's mm. not many, many left. All no, right. Bigger jumps. Bigger jumps, exactly. So he has in his hold germanium or something like this, so this stuff called germanium. And what you do is you stick it in your in your space warp jump, your faster than light travel drive, and that allows you to make super jumps. Really? Okay. Bonus super jumps. Mm-hmm. So he's got himself to this part of space where he's kind of right on the edge, but he can see another cluster of stars even further out. But to get to that cluster, he has to jump to one star. Now, people don't know the game. You can't exist. You can't be in the space in between stars. You can only ever exist at the stars, like little lily pads on a pond. So what he has to do is he has to jump from this star to the next star, and then he'll be able to jump into another cluster of stars that's out there. But to get from this one to that next one it's far further than his actual yeah drive can jump yep so he's going to have to use this precious resource he can't get any more and he's going to have to use this precious resource in his resource drive to give him the super boost yeah. to get there so of course he does his maths very carefully <laughs>
1: yeah
2: very carefully because he doesn't want to get stuck yeah does it very carefully and everything's cool and so then he does the jump he lands in the uh on this new star and that's sweet. And now he's out of this, this, yeah. this, this magic stuff. And then he goes to the next planet, and that's cool. But then disaster strikes because the jump from that planet to the next one, which is the cluster he's trying to get to, is further than he can jump. Yep. So he's just spent the last of his stuff yep. to jump into an abyss. Okay. So he scratches his head and he. He's got got two little stars. He can go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But he can't go anywhere else. He's stuck. There's no other stars anywhere. And he's gone through all of his frigging options, a thousand choices, a thousand decisions. and He needs roadside assistance. He needs some roadside assistance. (laughs) And you can't pay for
1: the roadside assistance. It's a
2: charity, isn't it? It's the 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 fuel rats. They're yeah. a charity. They're there to serve the needs of you know, of the 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 poor old community. Yeah. Yeah. So he's at his wit's end. He's got no more options. Mm. Um, we can flick to my thing. It's back up again, thanks to my PC redoing. Um, so he's got no more options. In fact, he has got he's got only two options. One of them self destruct. Yes. And then, and that his year of exploration, yeah. which is probably accumulated a shit ton of money. He's, right?
1: you, you don't lose your nav. Um, yeah, you do. Do you when you destruct?
2: Because you, you've collected all of that data, and that's meant to represent be in your ship as data. So if your ship gets blown up, you lose your exploration oh, data. Nightmare. So a year worth of exploration data, which will be a fortune, basically, when he does get back. Because um, you retain mission
1: dollars like if you've gone out in you've got six missions you've done three of them and then you blow up you get the, the money for you you retain the money for the three missions yeah that works but uh, that yeah works.
2: so there's the cartography the um what is it uh what's the word no, i think it's cartography the yeah. space exploration data yeah all right that's such a pity because he, he'd be worth a fortune so he's in deep trouble right now there's another problem is that he's not run out of fuel He's got plenty of fuel. Remember we were talking that... He's run out of germanium. He's run out of germanium. (laughs) Now remember what I said. (laughs) You can't... The fuel rats can't can't give him anything but fuel. The fuel rats can only give him fuel. Yeah. So he's still in double deep shit. Not me. So he goes onto the forums and he says, Hey everybody, I'm stuck. Help! (laughs) And so one of the fuel rats, those intrepid fuel rats, calls up Mm. and says, So, okay, what's the situation? watch the situation here yeah. and this is um, uh, commander Chicky Richtoven Chicky von Richtoven I think is his name so Commander Chicky calls him up and says okay let's let's analyze the situation what have you got around you have you got anywhere that we can do mining and he says I don't have a mining laser I can't actually do mining myself he says yeah but is there anywhere where we can do mining where we might be able to mine some germanium and he says, oh, okay, it's a good idea. So he has a look around. And yeah, there's a couple of places that might be suspiciously possible to mine. He's yeah. only got a choice of like two, yeah. but that might work. <clears throat> okay, so Commander Chiggy von Richterven says, all right, I'm on the case. Don't worry. I'll get out there and, <laughs> and I'll save you. It's so cool. i got yeah, this. Yeah. All right. So what's going to happen is Commander mm. Chiggy is going to fly across the galaxy, across the whole galaxy <laughs> from one side to the other.
1: Yeah. Mine a few rocks.
2: Mine a few rocks and hopefully find the yeah, go on a mining expedition yeah. with this other guy, Macedonia, commander Macedonia is his name, and um and give him what he needs. So, commander Jiggy does that and he flies out. Now, this takes him two days, yeah. This is real time, actual two days. Oh, wow, yeah, right. So, the guy, so
1: 48 hours of. of Constant
2: flying. I think he must have been, like, constantly flying, you know, all his weekend, literally. Wow. Wow. (laughs) His whole weekend. (laughs) Meanwhile, this other guy, um, Commander Macedoni, is just, like, sitting on his butt all weekend. He's got nothing to do. So, I've got um, just a little tiny snippet of the video. Um, This here is a link. If you you want to just maximise the screen. And this will be up on our th- on our um, You can go into the Elite Dangerous, and you can find this link. This is this is this is the thing that just kind of kind of explains the whole story and what happened. Um, and so, so this is like him streaming. It's like this three hour video, yeah. right? With most of it him just sitting there waiting, just talking to the stream and, and stuff to try and um, yeah. And eventually. And he's also tracking Commander Chicky, He's just slowly moving across the universe to come and come and save him. Um, so I don't know. We've got, we've got. I got this last. This is just the, the little bit where the arrival happens. Have we got? Um,
0: see, where is he? Rah, look at that.
2: So this is him on the last few stars. The run John's in. forty eight light years. has got. See, this is the the empty space where he's stuck. Yeah, there's not much around, is and there? There's nothing around. So he's got head tracking on, so uh-huh. that's pretty cool. Yep. Um, and, yeah, he's been in the game now for about two hours. Waiting. <laughs> is he going to blow him up? <laughs> 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 Thanks for telling me where you are. Stand up. Oh. So he's standing up, and you can even see that with the headset, which is pretty cool. He must have VR on then. That's VR. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Crikey, you're in! Man! So, Commander Chiggy has arrived. (laughs) Lake and Charlie Hotel India reporting. Well done. Welcome to hell. (laughs) I have no words to say how bloody good it is to see you right now. Another shipping system. (laughs) Look at that. Come out of Chiggy, Von Rick Toften, I take my proverbial off to you. God, oh, cracky That is so sweet on the eye. Okay. So <laughs> I'm grinning from ear to ear right now. So the pair of them are having a really good time, yeah, actually. Yeah, he yeah. says he's grinning from ear to ear, right? Yeah. Um Later on, they go and start to, to look for the, the for the mining stuff, and both of them are starting to panic that they'll crash into an asteroid. It's like yeah. it's like parking, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. like, no, you're not going to crash into anything. But both of them are panicking, and they're sweating. Both of them are sweating. They're, and, the, you know, he says, oh, man, I'm, I'm totally sweating here. And the other guy reports back on the text, yeah, I'm sweating as well. <laughs> you know. Anyway, another hour later, they finally find this missing germanium that he needs, and, this, this, you know, he kind of goes gushingly crazy, and they... You know pass it over and and it's all a, a really really um awesome happy moment right and then he can escape and he, yeah. and he, and he hap- happily ever after so um to wrap this up i just got kind of got two endings to bring this to a, a kind of a conclusion this was then this made into this video it's this like three hour video yeah <laughs> i watched the highlights and didn't watch all of it But the awesome <laughs> rescue of felix Felix uh, Macedonica. Macedonica. Um, it went up onto the, the forums and David Braben, um, oh, yeah. you know, noticed it. And mm-hmm. um, so what they're probably going to do is they're going to recognise it somehow. So they're probably going to have a tourist mission, mm-hmm. a passenger tourist mission to this very system. Yep. You know, so that other people can recreate the journey and then hopefully earn some good money. Yeah. And then, you know, fly back. All right, so that's an example, I think, of the fucking potential of this mm. game to be yeah. awesome. Yeah. You know, if they can just sort of break away from some of the stifling things that they seem to be doing, that we've been discussing.
1: Yeah, it's the <coughs> it's the solitary grind of it all. You know, like you, I'm sure you could team up team up with some people and create a wing and go out and. You know, wreak a bit of havoc, do some stuff together, and it's less solitary. But you know, the the import they they can't deny the importance of money because you can't trade. You know, you can't you can't really become an entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Like mm. you can't, like you say, you can't open a bar somewhere or or a trading post somewhere. Or
2: that would definitely change the dynamic of the game for the better, I believe. If they can make you know give you excuse me more tools to open up for you to do these type of things then it suddenly becomes an epic story making experience that everybody just like latches onto and and gets into. so that's really two
1: things that we can now agree on and settle on that would change this game for the better and and i would go back to it Mm. which is the ability to, to do that, to be able to trade and, and swap stuff and, mm. and um, work together with people. But also the ability to film the shit. Yeah. You know, Yeah. Give, give me give me multiple cameras. Give me as many cameras
2: as you can, man. So many other games. Um, imagine you could drop a camera. Yeah. You just drop it. And then it take off. And then take off and then somehow. So many other games have that. All right. So, I've lamented that missing piece from the game you've lamented. So... I'm going to wrap us up and probably take us out. Yep. But it, instead of doing that in a video way, I'm going to try and do it in an audio way. Mm-hmm. So, the game does inspire people. Mm-hmm. It does actually inspire people and it does create these cool things. Um, and one of the cool things that it, it creates, I'm going to show you here. So, this is Hotel Dalgano. Mm-hmm. and this is a guy who makes videos but in a very creative way Elite Dangerous videos he's gonna write a song about Elite Dangerous oh, okay.
0: yeah.
2: he's gonna in fact write many 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 songs yeah so we'll advertise his website you should go there yeah and all of the songs are totally about the Elite Dangerous universe he's he's, he's written all of the lyrics and they are all just so epically correct in their expression of what it's like to play the game, and the and you know bits about the lore and all of that sort of stuff. So I'm yep. going to play you one of your songs. We'll play about half of it. Yep. And I'm hoping that you will be able to understand some of the meaning, especially people who haven't played Elite before. We'll be able to pick up on some of the meaning. Oh, eagles.
1: I love it already.
0: Six came from so and I was panicking hard. I couldn't really believe that I had been such a retard. There is only <laughs> one thing now, and it kills me to say. I need to call for assistance to help me back on my way. I guess I'll have to call the few rats. So bring me gasoline, bring me gasoline. It's embarrassing. I really don't want to have to call the fuel rats. It's such a new mistake, it's such a new mistake. For a commander to make. So I called up the fuel rats, I said, please bring me some fuel. They said, I was a silly, silly boy. I should go back to pilot school. With my embarrassment over, I hung my head in shame. Maybe I should go and play a slightly easier game. They have got anacondas and pythons, fuel limpets on ice. I said, I was a prisoner there on my own device but they came to the rescue yeah they showed me the way But then i heard a little voice in my head i thought i heard him say i can't believe that i had to call the fuel rats all
2: right so that's about half the song (laughs)
0: um
2: This guy is brilliant. It's um, very good. He's Commander Hugh Mann, yeah. spelt H-U-G-H-M-A-N-N. There's going to be a link in the, the thing. <laughs> if you look down this list, he's got um, Uptown Funk. He's got... Um, oh, look, he's got um, a heap of different Dangerous ones. Parad- uh, parodies Parodies. Um, Kenny Loggins' the, uh, parody of Danger Zone. Yeah, nice. <laughs> Um. There and yeah. She just makes loads and loads and loads of these, and they're all hilarious, and they're exactly on target. If you go and read some of the comments, there's a um. Is it this one? Yeah. Uh, uh, you can pick a million comments, and everybody is like, "Rolling the Law fucking like this is fucking brilliant." <laughs> this guy says. Thanks for all the great songs for us Elite Dangerous fans. Any plan to make some new songs? Slowly but surely I can sing every word with you and listen to it every night shift, <laughs> you know, to stay awake. In real life, he works in a nursing home people, yeah. so he spends his time just listening to this guy <laughs> play these Elite Dangerous songs. It's awesome. And you're right. There
1: There is a lot of inspiration to, for creativity in the Elite uh, community isn't it there's a lot of artwork and um mm. spin-offs and there's comics and graphic mm. novels and mm. and things like that and i think some of that's got to do with the fact it's been around since 1982 as well mm. Mm. um so yeah um, that's great that's a good positive sort of thing to end on because we've we've ragged on it a little bit <laughs> and rightly so i don't think we're we're i don't think we're picking the bones of a carcass i don't think anything. we're being unfair no, neither do
2: I. Uh, and this is where the as we started at the show, this is where the ambivalence comes from. Yeah, so much potential,
1: so yeah. inspirational, and we're invested too, which is probably causing some of the um, some of the passion when we talk of how disappointed we are with some things. Mm. It's because we're on board. Yeah, um, yeah, you know, which is not the same as uh, you're critical a, because you like no, it. No Man's Sky was a bit different for us, you know, because yeah. we weren't, we didn't have that investment. We were just. Looking at it from the outside, well, we're looking at this from the inside, yeah, and we want to like it, yes, very much. You're making it really (laughs) bloody hard for (laughs) me to do it. So um, that's that's probably going to round us out. Um, We've um, probably the only thing that I'll the only other thing I'll mention to my let's call it a temporary departure Uh uh, until I've given a, a when they introduce multiple crew on the bridge, not NPC crew. Which you can get at the moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we can share the share the bridge mm-hmm. and go on missions, and I can jump in a fighter and mm-hmm. go and you know run escort and things like that, yeah. um, then I think I'll be back on board pretty mm-hmm. quickly because I've I've been waiting for that for a long time. I love co op and I love mm-hmm. you know that I've always wanted to do that sort mm-hmm. of thing. But um, in the interim, I'm going to go and check out the other side of town. Check out Star, Citizen. town. Star Citizen. Star um, Citizen. I'm still not even sure what the hell the sign up process is what do you do you go and sign it and get a what are we beta are we alpha What I don't know what I'm I think signing up for some people make
2: tutorials on how to sign up for it's Star Citizen it's not the easiest site <laughs> to get around I remember <laughs>
1: uh, like 12 months ago I went to Star Citizen to say uh, and, and as if to say what's what's the process and I couldn't even find yeah. where the hell I had to go to pay money and what I get for it and hopefully they've improved that but yeah. um, so that's that's what I'm going to go do uh, in the interim and see what it's what that's all about.
2: Cool. See what it's like over there.
1: So that's going to wrap us up for another week. Next week we're planning to do awesome. our first um, classic film review. Mm-hmm. We hopefully might, uh, even though Rick doesn't know it yet, we're going to try and get Rick Legato back, mm-hmm. um, and um, and do a bit of a, a review session similar to the to the one we did last show. So if you haven't seen it, we reviewed um, Star Trek Beyond. Mm-hmm. Um, as our first uh, modern movie review and this will be our first classic movie review going through the, uh, the ancient uh, sci-fi files on, uh, on YouTube and things like that and we're going to have a look at a classic. We're not sure which one yet so that'll be a bit of a surprise but that's what we've got planned for next week. Mm-hmm. Any parting words, Dan? Um,
2: watch your fuel gauge and keep the fuel rat's <laughs> phone number handy. <laughs> <laughs>
1: always, always keep an eye out Watch for... Watch your fuel gaze. Yes, and yeah. and, um, and champion the roadside assistance mm. in the galaxy. You never know when uh, they... Thank can... those blessed guys. <laughs> it's, it's a thankless thing. <laughs> they don't even get money. And that's it for another show. Uh, until next time, it's from me, it's bye for now. And from me,
2: bye for now as well. <clears throat>
0: Bye.